Hey everybody, I'm Forrest Hall and this is the Real Church Matters podcast where we talk real church matters because real church matters. I got an awesome one here for you. It's a two-parter with my beautiful mother. I figured there's nobody can talk about this subject or I feel more comfortable talking about this subject with than her, the Holy Spirit. We've done uh, two on them already. The house that Spirit built, part one and part two. And this one will take a different approach to it and kind of give you a little more clarity. As always, housekeeping. Don't forget, search for a church matters. Follow us on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on SoundCloud. I'm still working on the Spotify and all of that jazz. We'll get there. I want to be where you are. So make it very much easier for you. Don't forget, if you would like to support us, you can always listen. You can write a review. You can share it. Subscribe. You can also give financially. If you are interested in doing that, patreon.com forward slash real church matters. I appreciate everybody that gives, whether it's a dollar or 20 or more. It has been a blessing. It has helped me to continue on this journey, this path of being a part of your spiritual maturity, your growth. Or even just maybe even challenging you to say, you know what? I don't want to be a Christian. <laughs> you know, whatever it, it, it brings out of you, I know it, it'll be to God's glory. Uh, yeah, I'm excited and I'm ready to get to it. So without further ado, enjoy. If you have questions, you can always go to askme at realchurchmatters.com. And before I go, remember... Obedience over audience. It'll always be it. Always be better than. No matter the applause, the audience of one is always greater. All right, enjoy. He doesn't give you anything else. Yeah. But then all of a sudden he says, mm, "Do this." Yeah. And I said, "Oh." And he said, "Preparation." There has to be preparation. That's what that vision is for. He said there has to be preparation. You, we, we don't understand. But I, I've learned to, I've learned to appreciate him. It's not just pastors. In each oh, of our no. lives, we have been given vision. He said we're to write that vision. Yeah. And make it plain and, and it, teach it. Yes. I'm concerned when when pastors are trying to partner up and they want to sit under somebody and hear his vision for what he thinks church is when the spirit has poured on you. Expressly. Expressly. It's poured on you. Expressly, yes. So now you can go to heaven and God will be like, I didn't pour the spirit on you and then you got somebody else's on top of what I put on you. Well, they actually start using their scripture. They they, they start using their scripture about the anointing in the beard and it rolling off of the beard. I don't want your beard juices. (laughs) I don't want your beard juices. That's what they start using to get you to come subject to this. I know my pastor has a vision for the church. I encourage him to that vision all the time. Whatever the vision is, I, I encourage him not to deviate to what's popular, to what's trendy. I encourage him to not even deviate to what I think is should be done. I do, I, t- I, I do the same. I know you I, do. And I told him, I said, this is why we were sent. This is why we were sent. To be the Nathan. Nathan yes. came and he said, you, got, you having visions of butt-naked women 
dancing your hair, and it caused you to do all types yeah. of stuff. Yeah, you don't even notice. You just yeah. killed the man. Yeah, you did so much effort. It wasn't easy. I, sometimes we do wrong because it's convenient. Yeah. Nothing about what David did was convenient. He no. brought the man home. He, he made him lay with her. He didn't lay and with her. He, he had brought him to the house. He, he got had him the, drunk. He still yeah, wouldn't lay with he him. Still, he still, and everything he did, even prior to, took a lot of thought and planning. Prior to him even sleeping Something's with her. Something speaking expressly to him. Mom. Yes. Something speaking yeah. expressly and, to him. And unctioning him. He moved. He moved in a way. I mean, he positioned himself to watch her bathe. So he was doing this thing to reinforce what was on the inside. And that's why the sword could not leave his home. Yeah. Because God is not going to let you get by with sullying his temple. Yeah. The, the, the body that was built for his spirit to let it, some other spirit reside there. And, and the part of God's character that I love about David because I studied David. Studied his his life and every because I was real when I first got saved I was really really taken aback mm-hmm. by um, the scripture that said that David was a man after God's own heart yeah. and so I began to take that whole thing apart and and read it I wanted to know how could David have the heart of God and do so many things that were not that didn't look like God mm-hmm. and God began to show me. David's David's love for God, and he was per. It said he was perfect. His heart was perfect towards God. Yeah. However, David wasn't always obedient to God, mm. and he wasn't always. See, it was a difference, and this is something that God started talking to me about last week. Is that we have to be careful when we preach and teach to people yeah. because. Did they understand that when David and all of them, there was visitation of God? Yeah. There was no habitation. There was just visitation. The Holy Spirit was visiting, but he wasn't abiding with them. He wasn't living inside of them. There's only a few times that you've seen it, it, and it it makes note of it in the Bible. It says, and God breathed the Holy Ghost on them. Yeah. Or he touched them, and they were filled with the Holy Ghost. It didn't happen to David. Yeah. They were under they were under the anointing of God or the press of God, but he didn't live on the inside. Yeah. And so this is something different for us. We, we he was the anomaly. Yes. Because because and that was purposely done. Yeah. Because he was Jesus was to be the seed yes. of David. Of David. So we got to see an engagement with the Spirit of God. Yes. He spoke in a foreign way. Yeah. You didn't hear about no create me a clean heart, renew a right spirit yeah. before then. Yeah. You heard about the Holy Spirit, the yeah. Holy Ghost, but as it relates to the tabernacle. But now all of a sudden, this brother's saying, created in me. Yes. He's letting you know. He was speaking the relationship, from pro- a prophetic. The relationship that he had with God was yes. special and different. Yeah. Because he was in a special and different lineage. There is an emotion in the spirit, but there is no spirit in emotion. Yes. There is an emotion in the spirit, but there is no spirit in emotion. Jesus felt what God felt, not an empty emotion of himself. Yes. So this is where we get into the emotional part. I'm going to feel. I'm going to feel because I'm human. 
But spirit and flesh means I will feel as a human, but I will feel what God feels in the spirit. Yes. I want not an empty emotion no more. I want a, an emotion that is connected to the spirit. Yes, yes, yes. Do you, you get what I'm saying? Yes. Just like, just like um, Jesus was in the Garden of Gethsemane and he cried. And, and then again, when they, they said Jesus wept. The Jesus was not weeping from a place of himself. Himself. I'm gonna keep using that terminology because I think it's the the quickest and concise way. Yes. To explain it without having to re-explain yes. it every time. Yes. It's that he did not feel of himself. Yes. He felt of the spirit. Right. So even when he was in the garden, and people will reference that all the yeah. time. Hey, I'm allowed to be depressed. Jesus was depressed in the garden. No, he felt something that if you felt, you'd feel good. Yes. He felt the absence of his father. Yes. And you like that feeling. Yeah, and you like that feeling. You like that feeling. And he felt the weight of sin. On him. On him. And we love that weight. Yes. We're say the masochist in that way. He wasn't succumbing to the weight of sin. He was experiencing it. He was experiencing it. And even when he wept, he was weeping not. Because he didn't know that Lazarus was going to rise up again. He was weeping because he had been with Mary, Martha, Lazarus for a long time. You're taking me right to it. So John eleven thirty three says, When Jesus therefore saw her weeping, and the Jews also weeping. See, they were even crying. Yeah. But it's a difference. It's a difference. Which came with her. He groaned in the spirit. Yeah, he was. He went from weeping. He went from to groaning to groaning. What is that groan? Oh, my goodness. That's the spirit groans. He, said, he groaned in the spirit <laughs> and was troubled. Yeah. Why? Because they were nasty. Yeah. Their tears were nasty. Yeah. Their tears were empty. Yeah. Their tears were empty. Jesus is not interested yeah. in emotional masturbation. No. He's not he interested it. in it. He hates, he hates it. it. Yeah. He hates it. He groaned in the spirit. He was troubled. Yes. I want to groan in the spirit. I yes. groan uh, in the flesh all the time. Yeah. I want to groan in the spirit. I want to be troubled about what God is troubled about. Yes. We not troubled about that. Because when we see people crying, we like, now, now. Yes. It's okay. Now I'm sorry. People don't understand yeah. it. Yeah. They don't yeah. understand it. It's starting to they, switch but, on me. I thought I was turning into a jerk. Yeah. I'm like, I see this person crying and somebody died in their family, but God is like, don't you don't you attend to those tears? Yeah. Those ain't the tears that, that matter. And and people don't understand because they see you crying. They think that something is wrong. But but when your heart or your spirit is connected to the things of God, you weep with what he's weeping of. Or, or you, you deal with people and they say, I just think you're way too serious. I just think you you way too emotional about this situation. I think you being too tense. Like we sit and have Bible study and you you seem so serious. Like why are you so serious? Like it's not that listen, what is on God's agenda is serious. It's serious. It's serious. And it is it is really it is really uh affecting and, and touching my heart, not because it t- touches me in an empty way. Because mm-hmm. if it was me, this wouldn't affect me. I'd be like, yeah, y'all. Yeah. And I'd be like, it ain't that bad. It could be worse. Yeah. Instead of seeing, oh my goodness, 
this is a problem. Yeah, it is bad. This is bad. And we think we can't get that way. Yes, you can. You've seen it with David. Yeah. It was bad, and he didn't see how bad it was until somebody mm-hmm. said, hey, but buddy, I'm only speaking to you because I'm supposed to, but when you see what I see, you'll feel the way I feel. And he did. Yeah. Immediately, he got emotional. Yeah. In a different way. In a different way. He was like, what, what, what was going on? He was here? troubled. He said, I put here, your troubled in your emotions is different than you being troubled in your spirit. Both exist in the mind, but only one exists in a renewed mind. Yes, right. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> it makes it it makes it so I'd rather have I'd rather have the troubling of the spirit of God. Yes. Than the troubling of my mind. Than troubling of my mind. In my own flesh. And I'm 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 not going to tell you that there's as we as we see the day approaching, there's a lot of troubling. Yes. In the spirit. It, it makes people think you're a Debbie Downer. You, hey, I just called to, to talk to you. Yeah, I didn't know it was going to be all this. This is where all of this should be all of this to you yeah. too. Yeah. But I understand that God didn't trouble your water yet. But mine's is trouble. Yeah. Not with my troubles. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. my life is fine. I can sleep well at night. And sometimes you can see where the person's life is horrible. And they can't And they see. don't even see it. They're thinking they're li- living their best life now. Yeah. You're looking at them and they're like, Actually, this is my best life I now. I used to be annoyed with those people. The worst than that are the people who have something wrong. But what I see wrong is different than what they see wrong. <laughs> so we both upset, but for two different things. Two different reasons. And it makes them frustrated because they come into you for help and you're like, yeah, but that's not even the problem. <laughs> yes, it is. No, that's not the problem. <laughs> they constantly say, but you're not looking at this. Yeah, I'm like, no, no, that's not the problem. It's the, the way you look at it. And that's why, that's why Jesus never asked the person. What's wrong? What's wrong with you? He never asked them. He never wasted. The lady touched his garment. He said, who did that? Because they got something wrong with them. <laughs> yeah. There's something wrong with them. He said the virtue just went out. Something left out of me. She needed. She, she needed need she a doctor. Knew, she needed but you virtue. know what? But you know what? She knew what she needed. She knew what she needed. And that's why she went and got it. And that tells you that you can't get anything from God yeah. unless you know what you need. You got to know what you need. You got to know not, enough to not, know to Not know him. what you want, there, there, but know what you need. You got to know enough to know to go to him. Yes. Sometimes I know you don't know what you need because of who you go to. That's right. That's right. You at the wrong place. But you, you're like, I'm like, why are you over there? I was lonely. That's not your problem. <laughs> That's not your problem. Your you problem got a whole bunch of other problems. You got something else. Acts 8, 5, 18 and 5. And when Silas and Timotheus were come from Macedonia, Paul was pressed in the spirit. Pressed. Yeah. Pressed in the spirit. The reason why I put unction with this mm-hmm. is because that is, is in other translations, they say unction is the anointing. But it's the way the mind and body processes anointing. Anointing. It is processed with a elevated emotion. I always thought of it like the thing that makes the train go. That whenever, for some crazy reason, whenever the word unction, I always see the the train. Yeah. That this is the unction because a train operates off of. 
off of a push that doesn't come from within. It all comes from this. Some brother is sitting there shoveling coal. Yes. Shoveling to make the steam. To make it go. To make it That's go. That's what it is. He was pressed in the spirit. Yeah. God pushed on him. Yeah. That push is articulated in emotion. Yes. We will feel that. We don't, where we feel it, we don't know. If I tell people like, hey, do you feel it in your body? Because he says like fire shut up in your bones. No, it's shut up somewhere. <laughs> he didn't know where. He was like, it's like in my bones. I feel it all over. <laughs> over. I feel I don't, it all over. He's like, I don't know, but it's like fire shut up because in my bones. Because there's a physical and emotional and sensational connection yes. to the press of the spirit. Why? Because he is making dry bones live. live. Yeah. Yep. 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 I, I I'm gonna feel it in my body. This yes. is where you see the person who's not out of control, but you see them overwhelmed in the spirit. You know what I mean? You see them overwhelmed in their mind, in their body. You see them overwhelmed, they doubled over. We we hear this thing in our, our speak to us. Yeah. And when it's not an inspiration, it's not um a revelation. Yes. It's not a purposing. It's a pressing. Yes. And when we hear that, we feel it. Yes. We feel it. You feel it all over. Yes, you do. You feel it all you over. Do. Something pressed on me to go to the altar and call somebody else to the altar. Yeah. And I, it went against everything in yeah. my natural body yeah. because of who it was, too. Yeah. And then I knew that our relationship is delicate, and I don't want to ruin that. Yeah. And, yeah. and I don't know what can yeah. ruin it. Yeah, and it, but you know the crazy. I got hot. My face got hot. <laughs> yeah, I'm walking up there. I'm sweating. Yeah, I'm like, hey, hey, and, and but I have to do it. Yeah, because to not do it. Um, so one of one of our prodigal sons, he said to me, he said, "It's like you're an oracle. You know, you you move, you move in a way, and then you do what God says." He said, "It's like." It's like an oracle. It's it's spooky. He said, but you know it's God. Yeah. He said, because it's like, it's God. <laughs> and I said, well, you, you analyzed that and came up with the right answer. Yeah. Now, what's your problem? Because that's that press. That's that press that caused Jesus to get up from where he was. Probably was com more comfortable than the wilderness he was going to. Yeah. But he went. And went. And that not press. only that, the press that told him. To get all the disciples together and say, come on, let's go to the Garden of Gethsemane. I'm going to pray. The press for them to leave everything. Yeah. To, to, yeah. We keep, I'm telling y'all, y'all take that story lightly until it's time for you to actually walk as a disciple. Yeah. Come back to me and let's talk when you actually feel that press that they felt and you leave everything. This is why yeah. Jesus looked at the guy and he said, it's something else that I'm studying. He looked and he said, oh, let the dead bury the dead. Yeah. Because they were impressed by God, but not pressed by the Spirit. No. And I, I'm, I'm glad because it's no other way to live. Because, because I can say without a shadow of a doubt, did I find myself here because of the press of God? Let me hip, hip y'all, y'all zombie Christians. Let me let you know. You are malfunctioning because you are not moving by the unctioning yeah. of the spirit. Of the spirit. You will malfunction when other things are pressing and unctioning you. Yeah. When you are being pressed by testosterone and by what's the old lady one? Estrogen. Estrogen. When you are being pressed by these things in in you, 
that dwell in you but are not the spirit. They will have you looking malfunctioning. It's interesting. Zombies look weird walking. They going, might be going the right direction, but they're like, mm, mm, mm. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they fight their own self. They're fighting themselves because what is unctioning them is yeah. calling them another way. Another way. It's called if you're going down the right way, but you being called another way yeah. and your body is telling you yes, even though your, your mind is telling you no. no. Paul said, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Yeah. This is why you can't stop smoking cigarettes. And you would rather try to find a way to reason why you can do it as opposed to allowing the spirit that is unctioning you to be concerned with it enough to research about it. Yeah. To allow that spirit to move you towards freedom from. It. Yeah. It's the reason why people. That's why I don't understand the homosexuals. They really want us to. To appreciate and understand them that when really we don't have to. But they are very pressed about it because they feel the press. Yeah. The the reason I and I tell people that are you know, because they all want to know how does a Christian feel about homosexuality. I said I feel about it the same way I do heterosexual. Being a heterosexual. Well, you are led by and unctioned by yourself. (laughs) There is no limits to what you can and will do. And and I said, the flesh is never satisfied. Never satisfied. And I said, we will always look for new ways, new places to take something. Because we want to create our own way. I told the sister, I said, imagine running into an exit sign. And you you love it, like because we was leaving out the movies and people was walking into the exit. And it's like the, the entrance is right there, and people trying to tell them, but they they know it, <laughs> they like it, they like to be contrary. Okay. Said the people, t- I told them, I said people take that mindset and they take it wherever they go, wherever. So when they dealing with their spouse, they like I know it's an exit. But I'm about to enter. Yeah. I know I'm supposed to do it this way, but I want to do it. And I think this way. I heard um, one person explain, he's he's just a young guy. He's a young, young guy. And I won't say his name, but he said to me, (laughs) he said, that kind of stuff, he said, I think that um, it's only exciting because it's it's not allowed. Because it's taboo? And I said, you you know what? You're on to something. I said, now that you done figured that out, I expect you to live in that Ask realm. yourself what's wrong. Why is it that rebelliousness is so desired? And then you'll understand what and, the snake was and, talking to Eve about. And then it gives you a, a total picture of what a person feels like that married because of sex. Yeah. Because they recognize that when they... If they do it with the knowledge that, hey, it's only taboo that is making me feel this way. When it's no longer taboo, I'm going to be stuck with something. Yeah, it's boring now. I'm, I don't have to hide in the shadows. We don't have to, to do it in all types of weird places. Right. Now it can be in the, the sanctity of a room. And, and it's like somebody said to me, I feel like when people are looking at me, they're looking at me saying, this is how she looks after having sex. And I said, that's because you got issues. It plays to the naughtiness. Because, because nobody's looking at you like that. 
Yeah. Even after you've got married, it's not fixed now because yeah. now I'm legally doing it, but yet I have this feeling that it's still naughty. And this is what I know somebody's like, hey, I thought y'all was talking about Holy Spirit. And this is why I I waited until this part to talk about this because this goes to this next scripture. Acts 18.25 says, this man was instructed in the way of the Lord and being fervent in the spirit. He spoke and taught diligently the things of God. The fervency of the spirit is articulated in action yeah. and emotion. Yeah. And so when we see how people move towards sex, they don't move like that when they redeemed yes. towards the spirit. Yes. God wants that same fervency. Yes, he does. He, he wants that same the burning more. desire. Even the more. He, it looks a certain way. Well, it's You what should you, be excited. You should be turned on. Yes. You should be ready to roll. You should find energy that you thought you never had. I see people so tired after work coming to church, man. I guarantee you, if they was going somewhere else, they'd be excited to get something else. I mean, they'd be they, excited. Zippity doo dah, zippity. <laughs> hey, I thought you worked the twelve hour shift. I know, but I feel my help coming on. <laughs> I feel my second wind. I feel it coming. Yeah, yeah. That's because you are about to do what you are fervent about. About, and it's it's psychological. It's psychological. Because it's spiritual. It's psychological. It's spiritual. There's a fervency in the spirit. I look for that now in people. Here's a tip for those of you who are interested in a spouse. If they ain't fervent about the spirit, they did that ain't the person you want to be connected oh, with. Oh, no. I'm not talking about somebody who dabbling in religion. I'm not talking about somebody who's They should be at a boiling point. They should, yeah. There should be no <laughs> simmer. This should be full-on boil. Because they have to take on... In order for two people to be in a marriage state, there has to be, there has to be some fervency Talk there. Talk about it. In order for you to do what you got to yeah. do, you got to have some fervency. Yeah, and, or else it's a mess. That's what, in order for Jesus to take that cross and mm -hmm. carry it, yeah. he had to have some fervency. Some fervency has to be. In order there. for him to take them lashes, has to be he some fervency. fell everyone out. And it's not. Your your love and dedication is going to get you through that. No, fervency. no, no. That's why I, I'm telling you, I'm listening for certain things now in people's vows. Yeah, the vows say it all. Yeah, there's no fervency of spirit. Oh no, there's a fiery desire but, but for somebody, I, and I promise I, you, the person you are fiery on fire for will be the person that extinguishes that fire. But I tell you, they got what? a bucket waiting for you. You like, honey, I I know you on fire for mm -hmm. me. I'm about to douse that flame. Yeah, because it's going to let you down. But one thing I do know is God's committed. And because he's committed, he puts that fire out fast. And then he says, you will kindle your fire. <laughs> you will burn like never before for me. Because then you, he allows you to see the whole picture. And, uh, and there's we, something when you see the whole we picture. We got to hold people to the fire, pun intended. The people of God who have been instructed in the way of the Lord, should be fervent in spirit. Yes. And therefore teaching and speaking diligently the yes. things of God. Yes. When you see people sitting around to holding a conversation, and I'm very particular, I listen to my siblings and my family talk, hold conversations. Yeah. I'm listening. There isn't a fervency of the spirit to the level of the teaching you have received. received. No. 
It no. needs to match wherever we are around. And, and, and the sad part about it is we're, for some people, no, for, for that age group, we're rounding the corner here. This is a corner we're rounding here. I'm trying to figure, like, we getting late in years. I'm 38. Yeah. So if we, I'm still waiting for the fire to get started, it ain't much years left. Or, or, or they bring their Kenley wood and try to put, get, throw it on your fire. <laughs> what you doing with that Kenley wood? Yeah. You, you should have brought your own fire to this meeting. God has to strike that match. <laughs> it ain't for us to do it. I'm sorry. <laughs> My, you, you know we what we talk about, it's amazing because people come to church looking for us to start their fire. Yeah. I mean, you just cold as can be. You know, you're like wet wood. And you come in there, your, your wood is soaked with scent. And you're yeah. like, light me up. That ain't kerosene. Yeah. That don't light easy. And we just going to town. We hitting the flint. <laughs> the matches. I'm, I'm trying everything. And I, I get a little fire. I'm like, oh, there it is. There it is. No, I don't want to do that no more. I, I don't even know if I'm supposed to do that. I don't know what I'm called to do. I'm torn. I'm, I'm, I'm losing my passion. Yeah. That's because you're relying on all of us to keep blowing. <sighs> Fanning the flame. Fanning the flame. And you don't do anything. You just sit there. And, and to be honest with you, it's taken a long time. You know, I'm thankful. At, again, I'm thankful for the church that God placed us in because I recognized it. I recognized it. Um, the pastor has a sincere heart towards God because um, he would fan flames that only had a flicker. Yeah. He would just be fanning, 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 only to find out that it was just a flicker. It yeah. wasn't even a flame. And, and, and the person just going about their business. But this, 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 look, this, I wanted to end it with the beginning of all of it. Acts 2 and 4. He said, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak. Yeah. I need y'all to understand the spirit. Yeah. Speaks, always, always speaks and causes you to what? Speak. speak. I'm telling you, people will keep telling us that they are, they are walking in the spirit, but you don't speak. Right. You have nothing to say. Right. And I'm telling you, you we. I'm telling you the truth. It's a hard truth. Yeah. I, of all the things that make people upset, it don't be talking about homosexuals and stuff. It be talking about the fact that they need to be speaking. Yeah. You can't tell. I'm not, everybody not going to be you. I didn't say you need to be me. I said you need to speak. Yeah. You need to speak what the Spirit has expressly spoke to, to you. you. Because he said deliverance is nigh thee, even, even in, in your, your lips. Mouth. You don't talk. It's in your mouth. You in church, you like, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You leave church. Hey, how you doing, girl? I'm doing fine. What's going on with you? Oh, you know, same old stuff. And I, you know, I'm just trying to live. And I, at, what, at what point do you talk what the Spirit has spoken spoke to you? To you, or encouraged you with? I told uh, the sister um, Felicia. Shout out to Felicia. She she said I can't I can't talk with certain people no more because they're not giving me they're not giving me the the conversation I need. And she challenging herself. Like, she don't want to just sit and listen. 
She would chime in. She like, yeah, I was reading this about Job. Like, what you think about this, that, and other? I'm like, you, you dead on. There you go. Yeah. It, that's that's because the spirit is working. Yes. Yes. You can't fake that. Yeah. You can't fake that. It get old. Yeah. And people give you 10, 15 minutes, my. Yeah. You get old. Yeah. They started talking. We've about been it. talking for close to. Two, they, over two hours. This say this is light work. Yeah, and they get dis, disgruntled and say you can't live like that. Oh, you the, can't live like that. You got to be world, worldly. You got to be. You got to be knowledgeable. I'm knowledgeable in a lot of stuff. And and I would be. I would had I not succumbed and learned to live in the spirit. I would have been really discouraged by working for the government because mm. they say don't no mention of God. I have done more praying, more, more, more interceding, more talking and counseling, more, more work than I do in church. And never been punished for it because when you act according to the unction, you are above the law. The, above the law. Now, when them people sitting there, you got your doily on at work. <laughs> <laughs> and your Bible popped You got up. your Jesus rhinestone pen. <laughs> You you smell like olive oil. You they smell you smell like a Mediterranean. They coming dish. after you. They coming <laughs> after you. But I tell you, it's a it's like the the um the young rich ruler. He crept in the middle of the night. Yeah. This is how when you are a light in the midst of darkness, this is what they do. They wait till everybody's in the meeting, and then they creep and, and they, they say stroll on over. and they say uh, what. You, I, I, you got a few minutes. This is where we have to learn yeah. that we've got to live out what God put inside See, of us. See, here we go. This goes with the scripture. The first Corinthians 2.13 says, Which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teaches. Yes. Because we're not teaching the same things. No. This is where our peculiar nature comes yes. from. It comes from the spirit. I'm different than the teacher of wisdom. I'm different than the the advisor. Yeah. I'm different than the confidant because I speak of spirit and not of empty man wisdom. Yes. He says, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual spirit. things. This is another thing. I had to get out of trying to connect the fleshly things with the spiritual, spiritual things. things. I had to understand that in order to teach people, I got to show them the spiritual thing compared to the spiritual, spiritual thing. thing. What is he saying? He's saying all this nastiness is going around. Yeah. It's not flesh in the mm -hmm. world. It's spiritual. It's spiritual. Dig in there, pull out that spirit and compare, and compare it with it the, to spirit the spirit of God. Of God. And oh let it, my goodness. And let it, let it speak for let itself. Let it speak expressly. For itself. For itself. That's you, right. I'm telling you, people got everything to say till it's time to talk God, and then they had a loss for words. Yes. The spirit speaks expressly. Yes. Why are you not as verbose? Yes, yes. Your spirit is speaking expressly. Let me talk about sex. Oh, then now, now all of a sudden we got a lively discussion yeah. here. Let me talk about money. Now all of a sudden we got a lively discussion. Let me talk about the, the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now yeah, all of a sudden it's, we, we it's mom's the word. E I U I I T T. 
bang, walla walla bing bang. <laughs> say, man, you you higher than me on these things. Yeah, these, and they, that, they, cop, they do much. the cop out and they'll give you that backhanded compliment. Yeah. It's a compliment to you, but a backslap to See, God. See, I, I, I'm not that deep into it. I ain't it. as deep as you, minister. I don't read the words. That's why you, the minister, minister, and I'm, I'm not. I'm telling you, and I'm like, but hell is hot, brother. You're going to burn up, brother, <laughs> because while you giving me a compliment, God going to compliment you with flames. That's right. And it's the truth. And that's where we're supposed to be grabbing and snatching people's feet from over the flames. I, I'm, I'm tempted. To the word of God. I'm tempted to, to, to press, it's pressing on my spirit. If God don't tell you to call somebody, don't answer their call. Yeah. Because people are really getting to the point where Jesus was with yeah. them. Where he's like, you ain't here for, you here for the, the, the bread, but you're not here for the bread. I'll, I'll tell you, this is how close it is. When, when I just had a conversation with somebody and they said, you know, this person needs you to call them or they need you to do this. And the spirit spoke to me and said, I didn't tell you to do that. That's not what I told you to do. Mm -hmm. It's what they feel that you should do. Yeah. And I said, okay, God. And I took my hands off of it. And I got peace with it. I got peace with it. We have to learn that people, that's, that's who they are. Everybody wants to direct the spirit of God. Just that's the same thing that happened when Lazarus was. He, he said, "Had you come when I told you?" She said, "Had you come when I told you, then he wouldn't be laying up there dead like this." And that's what was so dirty and nasty and smelly about what was going on was that she wanted to direct the spirit of God. She wanted Mar Martha said, "You spent so much time with us, and you love us so much." R literally, that's what she was saying. Yeah. If you would have came when I told you to come, my brother still would be alive. And this is the way people are. They want to direct the spirit of God. They see that you're, it's not that they don't see that you're obedient. They yeah. see that you're obedient to the spirit of God. And they say, let me come in yeah. and, 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 and interject this, this to get the job the done. the last three times I've preached, I felt the unction. Since I could say it now, since we explained it, yeah, I felt the unction to not have altar call. Yeah, God said they don't know the power of altar call. Yeah, therefore it cannot do a work. Yeah, they don't. They still come to the altar looking for the altar told, to set them afire. He told me, he said they don't know the power of the blood. They don't know it. They, he said. They just they be, well, sometimes I'm done preaching. I can see people ready. They, like they already halfway out their yeah. chair. They're like, Go on your mark, get set. <laughs> Let's go. Come on, nigga. I'm, <laughs> put your hands, put your hands on Lay your hands on me. Lay your me. hands on me. Yeah. Put it on me. Put it on me. No, no. God said now now's the time people gotta put it in them. Yeah. You gotta put it in you. Let it in you. And I'm Stop thankful. looking for us to we trying to surgically Put in you what you have to allow God to gift to you. Yeah. And 
There has to be an unction. You know you're resistant to it, but you're like, give it to me. And there has to be an unction. Because anytime, everywhere Jesus went, the disciples told him, no, why are we going this way? You know they're after you. And he, he said, the Spirit is sending me. Every time Jesus did a work, he was sent. Yeah. And we don't want to be sent. He said, call, call, the last one, he said, call the married people up, pray over them, yeah. speak over them. I know what he told me to do was what I was supposed to do yeah. because I saw the demons run. Yeah. Hell yeah. I saw them lash out. Yeah. I saw them get obtuse. Yeah. I saw them, uh, 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 uh. Yeah. I saw what, <laughs> what it played out in yeah. the, after that because. The Satan, Satan don't want to see change. No. He don't want, when he hears the spirit moving yeah. in, yeah. rushing in, yeah. he hears it rushing in your body. He's like, uh-uh, time to turn up the strongholds. I got to yeah. raise up a standard and I tell you against what, it. And what God does, he raises up the standard. He floods that. He floods that being. He floods them. He, they can't get away yeah, from it. Yeah, because you know they mistake that scripture. They can't they, get it. They mistake the scripture. They think that God is the one raising the standard. No, no, no. He's no. the yeah. one rushing, rushing in. in. Yes. And he said, I, I come in like a flood. Yeah. He said, I'm going I'm to I'm tell you something. I, if we just begin to allow God, allow God, permit him, let him, seek him. For letting, yeah. Say, God, I just, I just want, I just, it's just that simple. I, okay, I've done church. Maybe it's something to this thing. Maybe it's something to what they're saying. Because I've done church for so many years, and I'm still grappling with the same thing. And if you're I, listening to this section of it, because I'm splitting this into three episodes, <laughs> we said it in episode one. If you listening to this and you like, they not really telling me what to do. We already got that out the way. Yes. You need to know that you are saved and you received the spirit and then let that spirit speak to you. Yes. Receive what it's saying. Hear it and obey it. And the power, the revelation, the inspiration, the purposing, the prophecy, the visions, the dreams. They will begin to pour out of you yes. like the rivers, the rivers of living, living water. water. And because that is, you know, that's just as simple. Just as simple. It's just so simple. You you couldn't, it's no more elementary. I know it was God because yeah. Yeah, he packages it, it in such a way. It's like Just do it. It's like, yeah. how'd you make this? I, I, I was making the ribs. And I remember it being hard. Now I was like avoiding it. And then I was like, yeah, we're going to do the ribs for our sister that came. And I'm talking about, I knocked them ribs out in, in no time. Mm-hmm. The turnaround wasn't much of a mess. I was like, I forgot. I, I got this. Yeah. I have this. My memory will deceive us sometimes. The yeah. things are harder than they are. Yes. But in this, in the right heart, yeah, in the right mind, yeah, in the right spirit, this thing is a piece of cake. The next day, I made more ribs. Yeah, I said, oh, I could just yeah. let me go get some more ribs. <laughs> Season them up, and they say they, they fall off the bone every time. Yes, yes, and because yes. it's perfected in me. Yes, yes, it makes it easier for me to do. Yes. It, it's not. It's, it's yes. easy. That's how it is. It's, it, you know what becomes hard. Not doing. Not doing it. <laughs> you go. The deception of it. Yes. 
But First Corinthians twelve three says, "Wherefore I give you to understand that no man speaking by the Spirit of God calleth Jesus accursed." Yes, this is so we can set this delineation point. Yes, there are people who are speaking against the doctrine of Christ because they have not the Spirit, or they speak with not audible words, but with their life. Yeah, saying that I have the Spirit of God living in me. And yet, I you have no change. Jesus. I have no change. And he says, Cursed is anyone that hangeth on a tree. We put him right back on that crucifying yeah. tree when we deny the power of what was done, what was accomplished yeah. on the cross. What was accomplished is we have power over sin. Yeah. We don't have to repeat the same thing over and over and over and over again. We don't have to do it. We're not bound by the law of nature. We're not bound by it any longer. We're free. We've been set free through the blood of Christ in the Garden of Gethsemane. Jesus was overtaken with all of that sin. The sin of the very law of nature laid upon his shoulders. And he not only took it to the cross... But he hung there and shed his blood that we might be delivered from and have power over. If you don't exercise the power over, it's just like the slaves that did not exercise freedom by leaving their place of comfort and familiarity, even though they were bound by, by the, uh, the slave master, they stayed there. They were willing to be sharecroppers on his land. Because it called called for them to be aware. Yes. And to be present and to understand there's a different type of work. Yes. There's a different work when you are being told what to do. Yes. That's a hard work, but it's not as hard as being no one telling you what to do. Now I have to figure out what to do. How to do it. How to do it. How long to do it. How long to do it. Because there's no one telling. In order for it to produce what I need to live off of. So it was hard for people. Yes. And many people went back. Yes. They yes. went back. Back to slavery. I was, willingly. I was telling somebody I was watching the Roots uh, show on PBS. They go back and tell people their ancestry. Yeah. And they went and they took the Wayans brothers. They took the oldest one, Keenan, And they told him about his four time removed grandfather who had a nice master and took his, him to Canada with him on a trip. And the abolitionists stormed his house and took the slave and freed him. And this slave <laughs> went back, made his way from Canada <laughs> back. back to yes. South Carolina. Yes. Yes. I'm talking about having to navigate through <laughs> woods, woods, boats in the water. People trying to lynch him, thinking he was a runaway. He, nah, I'm not a runaway. I'm a runner too. <laughs> I'm a runner too. This is this is what this is what you're talking about: familiarity and fear. That's because it. people ought to understand: we weren't meant to be free. We were meant to be under new management. Oh, there you go. There you go. That feeling of being free, it scared even the slaves. And, and it, it should scare you. But it don't, though. It don't. It don't. They think they're so free, they don't know what to do with their life. They didn't have four majors. I know because I did. I was in college for eight years. Well, see, the, I think the hardest thing to do. And, and I don't and have a, a master's or PhD to show for. <laughs> I got an associate's and a bachelor's. But I did way too much school. 
because I was free yeah. to do what I wanted, but I didn't know what I wanted because I'm not supposed to. Right. And because... And that's why people don't know how to tell people they fell out of love with them. They got to just apologize. Say, I, I don't know what I want. <laughs> I thought it was you until I had you and realized it ain't you. It ain't you. Because I don't know what I want. Right. Because I wasn't made to, to know what I want. That I was made to, to be under... What to be, someone else to be, wants. wants. That's what we were made to. That's why it's so easy. They, we were made to it, be under ownership. They say we it were. like it's just women. They say, you know, women were meant to be underneath a man. No. no, no. They find comfort and security in having someone tell them what to do. And I feel just sorry. Just like men do. I feel sorry for women who literally let, allow a man to position himself as the master. As the master. And they're marching them right over a cliff like those pigs. Mm -hmm. And they're saying, but you, and I don't know how the woman thinks you're going to get a pass when the same Holy Spirit lives inside of you. God wanted to gift you. He wanted to empower you. He wanted to position you. And then somebody came and impregnated you. Yeah. And and messed it all up. That sounds like feminist stuff. Yeah. But what y'all don't understand is God is the ultimate feminist. Because, oh, he's not going to allow anybody he is, else. He is not interested in anyone being under the thumb of any other person. Not no two women, not no man and woman, not no boss and employee. Yeah. He will not allow anyone to usurp authority from him. He's, God said, I know how to, I'm the one that equals the scales. He said, I hate an unjust scale. This is why I explained to the Sunday school. I said, Moses was God's God killer. Yeah. He gave him that staff, which was his authority. Yeah. And he said, dip that thing in that now because they worship the now. Yeah. Poison the now because not because it's water and it's sustenance, <laughs> but because they believed there was so much sustenance, they worshiped it. Yeah. There was three gods that we know of that were in the now. And he turned that thing bloody. Yeah. And they said, oh, my God. Yeah. Our God, that is, that will we worship and need and is desire. It, is in there. Yeah. Is in that blood. Because people are literal. Yes. You know how they say, as the deer panted for the water, so my soul longs That's for you. We turn into the deer instead of being the spiritual being. <laughs> yes. So we'll go and worship the water. Yeah. As my pockets thirst for cash, so I long for more cash. Yeah, so I worship my job. And so guess what happens? God comes and he stick his staff right in your bank account. Yeah. And it turns red. And everything, yeah. It goes red. He, I tell, it's the easiest thing. <laughs> your yeah. relationship, you love your husband, you worship him, you make sure you but bring he gave things us, to his altar. He put his staff right but on he gave, Bing! But he gave us power to kill it before he does. Amen. He gave us power, and it's it's a timely death. It's you know, the spirit. And the spirit. I, and I thank I thank God. We can roll away your stone and not see your husband in there no more. Yeah, we can roll yeah. away your stone, and where there was a, a a stash house of money. Yeah, all the money's gone. You know that that blows Christians' mind. Yeah, they roll away their stone like, where all my money go? <laughs> <laughs> where my money? It, it, it's gone. It's gone. It's gone. It's been glorified. It's been committed to the Father. Yes. Where my children go? Oh, they're gone. He said, but all your needs going to be met. Parents, you're supposed to have empty nest syndrome before the child even leave for college. Yeah. You're you supposed to roll away a stone and you're like, oh, that place in my heart where the kids were? They not there. Yeah. The kid supposed to roll it away and be like, mama, you don't love me no more. Yeah. No. And I think it's hard because 
when, when that happens, the kids are really, a, they, they don't like it. When, but Nobody when, did. But when you're in the, but when you're, the parent can um, correctly see the position that they held in that child's life. They can be properly unctioned. Yes. And you can do exactly what God How says. How many parents you know unctioned by their children? Oh, a lot. I, you write these scriptures out in the real, reality of us. It'd be like, and, and, and Susie, unctioned by her children. One person, you know, is, is I'm always going to do, I'm always going to thank God for um, the way that he brought me. And I can say knowing moral goodness first allows me not to put what I do with who I am. Amen. And I think that that's the hardest thing that Christians that are that weren't morally good, that they never were trained in moral goodness. Right. So they step into morality and be like, "Oh, I'm I'm better." Cuz see, that's the Ooh, difficult thing about he changed the, me. When you talk about Jews, that's the difficult thing about converting a Jew is because they have moral goodness. There's a moral they live by a moral code. Yeah. Yeah. And when that moral code is is broken, as they've been taught and rehearsed this moral code, and when it's broken, it leaves them in it leaves them in a place that's not a good place because that's all they know. But for the Christian, the Christian that comes to the church and tries to do the things of God without having the unction or the spirit of God speaking expressly to them, it's such, such an empty life. And it leads to a place of totally walking away because it's such an empty life yeah. to do all of these things. And at the end of the day, you have nothing to show for it. Nothing. And, you know, I know because I thank God, just like I wasn't raised in the church, I was raised morally good. Um, your dad had the influence of the church. And we came from two different backgrounds. And my hopelessness did never enter, entered in until I recognized that the moral, my moral goodness was no good. Yeah. That it turned on me. He, on the other hand, didn't, because he was just interested introduced to enough of church to realize uh, it ain't nothing to it. Yeah. He said, you, you'll get over this just like you'll get over anything else because it's nothing to that church stuff. You, that's the last place you want to go now. Yeah. You have more than they have. You know, and I start recognizing that this is, the, the church is, is, is not a place where you're doing better than you used to do. That's not what God wanted. It's not. He wants to totally lead and unction you into a place in order of if, higher of higher. Because when we're measuring ourselves to who we were or even to who other people are. Yeah. That's very horizontal. Yes. It's very just horizontal. want to take you higher. He wants to take you higher, not further. No, higher, higher, higher. higher. So, higher. That, so that all that you do, that it's not of you. Not. You can say just like Jesus said, "This isn't of me." You know, but I tell people, "This isn't of me." Further, 
always gets attributed to us. Yeah. But higher, oh, I don't even know how we 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 not we not built to fly. So the fact that you're higher, and then we it's so it's so it's such a negative connotation on being higher now. Yeah. Are you you so holy? Are you so perfect? Are you you think you you think everything supposed to be a certain way, or your stuff don't stink? No, there is something to be said for transcending one's mortal body. Yeah, something to be said for transcending one's fleshly thoughts. One thing, one thing that I don't do is I, I. They might say you think this and you think that, but I say I attribute everything to God, and I won't allow you to bring God to your level. Yeah, my quibble with what's going on with you isn't. The fact, it's not the fact that uh, you or me, it's, it's not the fact that I am, uh, I think I'm better than you. I, it's not that. I'm going to boast in what has been done to me. I'm going to boast in what's been done to me because to act like it hasn't been done. Because people say like, they'll they'll disqualify themselves and say, no, I'm just like you. No, we it, when you've made that decision to yield and grow in God, you shouldn't be just like them. Yeah. The, that's not the thing to, to bring issue well, with. I the think, thing to bring issue with is I did not get here on my own. I think the hardest thing is is church. You're talking about discussing things with church people. Yeah. And that, that they're always going to come that way. Yeah. Because that's the, that's the tie that binds them. That's what, what constrains them. Is the fact that they're measuring yourself based on what they see, hear, feel, and touch. And whereas when you're in the in the world and you're talking to people who don't know God, there it's totally different. Because when you say this is how this is what God has done to me, and He can do the same for you, yeah. they're willing to accept that because they the reality is. They know where they're at. Yeah. And they know that it's going to take something different than what they've been doing. Yeah. But it's harder with a, a Christian person that has, has tampered with the things of God, but not allowed God to lead, guide, and direct them.